Oh, hi, guys. So, Jeff is off running around the world with his new bride. He just got married. Tweet your congratulations to him, at Jeff Kanata. We have all new episodes while he is gone. Some of them we recorded in a marathon session before he left, and some of them are older episodes that we never ran. This is one of those older episodes. Uh, The reason we didn't run it is because the audio is a little weird. I hope you guys don't mind. It's not terrible. It's not awful. It's just not up to the new standard that we have. Hopefully, you will enjoy it. Tweet your congratulations to Jeff. Don't tell him that I spent all the money. Because seriously, like the moment he left, I spent all our money. Because my brain is so in overdrive trying to plan for my trip, it's like, but here are a million things that you should maybe do before your trip because it's a good idea. <laughs> well, while I'm working hard, I might as well uh, give you these three suggestions. Hey, this yeah. doesn't feel like it's killing us. <laughs> it feels like it's close. Could we add something that'll kill us? <laughs> that'll maybe just push us over the edge and kill us. <laughs> this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Canada. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Let me ask you this question. Sure. Has this ever happened to you? That special little tender spot on your upper thigh. Where are we going with this? Just right of your bathing suit area. Uh-huh. You get a little uh, phantom vibration when your phone's not even in your pocket. Oh. Or maybe uh, you think you're getting a cell phone call. You think you're getting a vibration on your cell phone. You you pull out your phone. Guess what? It, it It's off. It wasn't even. Or it's not in your pocket. Not even there. It's, it's all the way across the house. Yeah. Yes. Constantly. All the time. Well, you're not alone. Uh, there's this article that caught my attention because this happens to me all the time and it drives me batty. Yeah. And it's a real thing. There's there's now studies that are happening about this. Uh, a overwhelming percentage of people surveyed say this happens to them. It is a modern phenomenon post cell phone age. It is really happening. Yeah. And researchers are trying to figure out why and to whom exactly it is happening. Uh, and I find it I think fascinating. Just, I think it's just because I'm anxious. I think it's my anxiety. You, well, that is. there are two prevalent theories here. Okay. The first is that, yeah, you're just expecting a call. And so your body's like, uh, maybe it's now. Maybe it's now. And yeah. so you feel this weird sensation that your body interprets as being similar to the sensation that the vibrating phone creates. Okay. The second theory is that the electric pulses or I- interaction that your phone is having with the network, your body is actually picking up on. And when it picks up on something like that in the ether, in the atmosphere, it knows that it should associate that like Pavlov's dog to a vibration sensation. I think that one's a stretch. I think that one's, I think that one literally is like, like you said in the ether, I think that's literally what it is. I think that is scientists stretching for, oh, there can't be nothing. It must be ether. Right? <laughs> oh, our bodies must be sensitive to these sorts of vibrations and we're picking it up from our cell phone. Okay, science. Then how come I feel those vibrations when my phone isn't anywhere near me? Well, science. Well, here's, here is the quote. A physical stimulation simil- similar to what happens when your phone is near a speaker and you hear that weird buzzing sound as it handshakes with a cell tower and gives off an electromagnetic interference. So basically what's happening is your body is sensing that and going, oh, that's usually what precedes this feeling. Might as well give you this feeling. 
false, no, wrong, dumb. That's no, <laughs> that's not it. That's not it. This is because we are insane people. That's what's going on. This is this is me, like you said, going, oh, is my phone ringing? Did my phone just ring? Am I expecting a, should I? Because you know, you know how tethered I am to my phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. So say we all. I'm always looking at my phone. And you, you know what? And I think, and I think that that's just us. Like you said, oh, did I get a text? Right. Oh, I must because we're expecting it all the time. But here's the. But other you're thing. not consciously ex- expecting it. When I when I experience that sensation, it comes out of the blue. I go, right. oh my gosh, I feel it going off. I wonder if there is a pre cell phone example of this sort of phenomenon that we could is that the sound of my mailbox a uh, uh, paper hitting metal in my is mailbox that, is that the flag going up on the side of my mailbox a little because <laughs> that's, that's what that's for you know you're supposed to put that up when there's mail in. yeah oh i, I i'm aware that's of that the system that's how if you don't do that it all falls the apart. the entire postal system falls apart People hear phantom. Yeah, just little telegraph sounds. <laughs> no, but seriously, what what it could be the footsteps of approaching horses, the uh, the sound of an approaching predator, anything that causes us stress that is part of our normal daily life, or even doesn't cause us stress, anything that is expected of us in yeah. our daily life. I would not be surprised to find that throughout history. We have always sort of felt these things when they're not happening. Well, let me ask you this question. We're all we're both old enough to have a pre-cell phone history. Do you ever remember Was that fa- the doorbell? Yeah. Phantom hearing a, a, a telephone ring. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of course. Me too. A hundred times. Yeah. A day. Did the phone ring? I just heard the phone ring. Was that the phone? Was that was that the phone? Because I'm expecting <laughs> someone's gonna call me. That girl's gonna call me back. <laughs> yeah. Don't get on the don't get on the phone. <laughs> Because if you're on the phone when she's calling, yeah, she's not, then and then she she hears a busy, she may not call back. She, I probably missed her when she. <laughs> she probably called. She probably called while, while I was on the phone. She called I, when you were on the phone, dude. That's probably what happened. You probably, I, you it's not that phone. she didn't call. No, thank you. Obviously, why wouldn't she call me? I have over seventeen anime wall scrolls. <laughs> she, that's depicting what, the various states of Ray Ayanami. <laughs> Throughout the story of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Why Which, wouldn't she call me? Every girl I is into that. I myself yeah. until I was 25. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why these girls don't want to come in and look at all my spawn figures. Their faces really look like they're melting. Here's the funny thing about the phantom vibration. Yeah. You know I ignore phone calls. Do you ignore? You know I don't pick up the phone. That's when right. Rings. That's true. You, that is very true. I'm I aware of that. Check voicemail. Why is my body worried? Your body's like, hey, there's something happening that you're going to ignore completely. Hey, check it out, man. We're really cool. We're even cooler if you ignore this. Cool body. <laughs> you and I are on the same page. Yeah. I'm really hard to get a hold of. Ow! People be calling all the time, and I'm not answering. <laughs> yeah. Why is my body giving me these phantom vibrations for something that I want to ignore anyway? Well, there is some evidence here in this article that seems to suggest that extroverts have this happen to them far more often than introverts, and neurotics as well. Not to cast aspersions. Oh no, because I'm not an intro- I'm not an extrovert. I am a neurotic. <laughs> I think you're an extrovert as well. I'm not an extrovert. No, no, no. That's a popular misconception. People who work in public facing jobs, people always think that they're extroverts. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. That's not I'm not an extrovert. You know when I'm not doing stuff like this, I'm sitting on my couch. Right. 
I don't. But I, you are doing stuff like this. I do stuff like this, and then it tires me out, and then I don't do anything else for the rest of the day. Well, that's not that's not being, being an extrovert. That's, that's being, being a lazy extrovert. No, that's being an introvert. <laughs> that's what being introverted is. That's being an extrovert with not a lot of stamina. Extroverts get their energy from social interaction. Introverts get their energy when they're not interacting socially. It, it's all about where you recharge. Okay. It's all about where you recharge. I recharge sitting on my couch, ignoring phantom vibrations on my thigh. That's introverted. <laughs> That's neurotic and introverted. But my Myers-Briggs is just like four X's. Just go away. So maybe it's kind of self-punishing then. The the phantom vibration is actually, is is you flagellating. Is you going, oh my God, I have to ignore something else. That's what I think it oh, is. Oh no. That's what I think it is. I think it's probably guilt or stress over ignoring things. Because I don't feel that consciously, but I would not be surprised that my body was subconsciously manifesting like, hey, man, it's really terrible to to ignore calls from every member of your family for 90 days. That's my call policy. If you call for like once a week over a period of three months, you get a call back. That's how I talk to my family. You're just putting it into the bank. I just, yeah. You got a bank enough hours of calls. You truly want to speak. This better be important. Yeah. That's how I think of family. The phantom <laughs> the phantom uh the phantom sensation is just your body going, You're still a dick. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, the article says that uh extroverts check their phones a lot because keeping in touch with people is a big part of their lives. But neurotics worry a lot about the status of their relationships, so while they may not as get get as many text messages, they care a lot and have a lot of investment in what they say. Do you think that if we start strapping more things to ourselves that notify us of certain things, as the trend seems to indicate that we will, Mm -hmm. that we will start having more phantom sensations? Like phantom smartwatch, phantom... Yeah. Phantom Phantom headband. Yeah. Phantom temple from Google Glass. Right. I think the more phantom... Phantom eye twitch. I think the more phantom vibrations you feel, the more different places you feel them, the bigger a douchebag you are. That's what I that's what I think, right? Because all right, well, I'm carrying a cell phone. Oh, we all get that. Six, according to this article, 69% of the people are like, "Yeah, man, phantom vibrations," right? Yeah. Smartwatch? Eh, not as many people. If you've got phantom smartwatch, phantom phone, phantom Google Glass, you probably also have phantom friends. <laughs> yeah, you're having whole phantom conversations yeah, at that you're point. You're living an entire phantom life with a phantom <laughs> idea of yourself that is just not anything more than a phantom reality. <laughs> You're like, oh, what was that? Did somebody say? Did somebody say something to me that I that that I I, I would need to respond to? Oh yeah, I am having a fantastic day. That's that's that is. Uh, thank you for the interest. Well, don't don't. Don't come in here if you're not going to share the cupcakes with everybody. Everybody deserves a cupcake. Oh, (laughs) that kind of thing. That's basically it. (laughs) Anybody, everyone's going to show up for my party any time now. It's going to be basically you're talking to one of the teachers from the Peanuts the whole time. (laughs) Constantly. And then you just have to hold up your end of the conversation. That's how I hear 50% of conversations now. (laughs) That that's wrong? what you've thought that's the entire content of the show that's is, basically is I'm just you like, saying things and hearing me go wah, 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 wah. sometimes you say my name i do and it's, i and i you're like that. a puppy yeah <laughs> basically like a puppy 
does this so extroverts and neurotics? I think you're at the Venn diagram overlap of those two, by the way. No, no. But I I want to know if this links to anything deeper, any any deeper mental issues, any deeper sort of tics oh. or or known sort of obsessive tendencies, something that's already been diagnosed, if this is part of that, if you could draw a Venn diagram of people who feel that, oh, out of the 69% of the people that feel this, 60% of them also tend to have social anxiety or something yeah. along those lines, or 60% of them also tend to have a have a fear of being alone or that sort of thing. I want to know, and you know, by tying it to extroverts, you kind of get that. Yeah. But I want to know if this is a sign of a, a, a much kind of deeper subset of personality. Do you like, cause you said you get this all the time, all the time, but all I the would, time. like, I wouldn't say that you are neurotic the way I'm neurotic. Well, we have different neuroses. We have different neuroses. <laughs> I feel like you genuinely, if you feel it, you probably genuinely are worried that somebody needs to get a hold of you. I don't associate that with the sensation. When the sensation happens, Nine times out of ten, it's completely out of the blue. And I go, oh, my gosh, I'm getting a, getting a text message. Oh, no, my phone isn't even in my pocket. That's right. weird. So, I mean, there must be something subconscious going on, but I don't associate it with, oh, 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 I got to check this. Yeah. It's just, oh, there, there it goes. It's going off. I didn't expect it. didn't see it coming. I was, my mind was somewhere completely different. Right. I want to know when people feel these things, if there's any... Yeah. Specific sort of situation. Well, like, that's the other. Always, like, is it always just sitting on the couch, not feeling anything? Is it during, do some people only feel it during certain types of conversations, right? Yeah. Like, is this some sort of. <laughs> You're bored. Prote- yeah. Or a protection <laughs> slash aversion thing, right? Yeah. Like things get hard or something gets complicated and your body kind of does this as a defense mechanism. Like, I would like to know more about that. Well, that's the other thing that this article points out is that there's very little research going on about this, which is, I think, interesting. Get your priorities in line, science. We need to get our top men on this. I think we need to get them on this. I'm curious if the problem is large enough that we should, or not large enough, I mean, it's a minor annoyance, but it is a minor annoyance that seems to happen to me all too frequently. And I wonder if it's worth investigating different ways to notify me of things. Like, should we change to different notification systems? Because a physical vibration, while useful when you don't want a sound to go off, maybe there's a better way technology can be leveraged to tell me that my phone needs to be checked. But like you said, if previous to this, was that the phone? Was that the door? Yeah. Was that the mailman? Does this go away or does this just evolve into whatever we... It seems to be things that are responsibilities towards other people. It's an avenue of communication too. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a level of responsibility to to communicate to the outside world. It's yeah. a notification system. I don't know. It's it's a it's a strange thing. I mean, I wonder if people had those long ago yesteryears when people lived on a ranch isolated in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and their family was the only people in their lives and they had to tend to the animals and do they like have a phantom pig squeal that's like, "Oh crap, I got I forgot to Feed Nelly or whatever. That was my favorite R.L. Stein book was The Phantom Pig Squeal. <laughs> I was part of the Fear Street. That was like after you got done yeah. reading Goosebumps, you kind of moved up to Fear Street. Oh, man. It's it's terrifying when that ghost pig would wander the streets just... <laughs> it's a terrifying sound, man. You don't want to meet ghost pig in a dark alley. The 4-H club committed a heinous crime, and now we're all paying the price for it. <laughs> That pig wants vengeance on Fear Street. Dun, dun, dun.
my nephew actually did like a future farmers of America thing. Really? In Florida, yeah. And he actually had to raise a pig and sell it for slaughter. Oh, that's got to be traumatic. Yeah. And then it really did come back as a ghost. Oh, well, that proves that book correct. So based on a true story. Everything except the ghost part I meant. <laughs> but did he, no, I, so wish he, I, I wish I meant the ghost part too, though. What was the He's a city kid, city slicker, and he had, sort to, of, I mean, had to raise a pig. At, the, at that point in time, they were living in Ocala, Florida, which does have a lot of farms. Okay. But they had been raised in various parts of the United States. And he just, I don't know, you go to school, you raise a pig. I guess that's what they do over there. See, I don't have much experience in this area, mm-hmm. despite growing up in a very, fairly rural area. But in fiction, Charlotte's Web, etc., mm-hmm. pigs are always clean. Sure. Sweet. Yeah. Often respectful. They, they, they've got knowledge. That's Porky Pig, you know, he's got a speech impediment. Sure, the guy's got issues, but, yeah. you know, he's he's a nice fella. Real pigs, not that pleasant to be no, around. With real pigs, what I basically think of is that JPEG of the pig that has the giant balls and then poop on top of its balls. <laughs> That's basically what I think of a pigs in real life, what I imagine. I imagine that JPEG. Yeah. Your nephew find that to be the case? Did he, like, not even have to worry about getting attached because a pig is a filthy animal? Um... Yeah, he said he didn't really feel that attached to it. I guess it was because he grew up, you know, you grow up in a community full of people who farm. Yeah. And there's a very, there's an attitude there that's like, yeah, man, I love this animal. This is a cool animal. One day I'm going to sell this animal. Yeah. In exchange for its life. Right. I love good, this animal because of what boy. it can provide good for boy, my family. Buddy. Yeah. Good boy. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I get anything else besides phantom phone vibrations anymore. What's interesting is I only seem to have one at a time, right? Like, it used yeah. to be the doorbell, but I don't really hear phantom doorbell anymore. I only get phantom cell phone. If you got a voice mm-hmm. in your head yeah. saying, hey, Anthony, hey, Anthony. Well, I would, you would, I would probably have bigger issues. Well, that's my, that's my point, is yeah. that it would be loony bin time. It would be serious counseling at the, at the minimum. But because my leg makes the, does the hey, Anthony... Mm-hmm. Well, not my leg. That would be weird if my leg <laughs> indicating your you, cell your phone le- is going off. Every time I see you, your leg twitches. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, Anthony's here. <laughs> Calm down. Hey, Anthony, now. is your cell phone going off? Because my leg is going nuts. <laughs> the difference is probably this. Phantom vibration of a cell phone versus phantom vibration and you're sure that you're getting a text message telling you to kill the president. <laughs> Right? Like, there's a difference right. between voice in your head that's just like, hey, and voice in your head that's, hey, buddy, we should probably steal a lot of things and hurt people. Like, that's a voice in your head. Right? I'm not disagreeing with you that, that those You're, are. I'm feeling a phantom vibration. It's probably a text message telling me that I'm worthless. <laughs> like, it never gets that specific, right? And I think that's the difference. That's why it's yeah. not considered uh, an emotional issue. <laughs> I guess trauma to be treated. I'm not going to disagree that, that there are there is a, a a gradient of severity here, but I do feel like e- even if you had a voice every that periodically would just go off inside your head of anything, you would be more concerned. That, but I'm very concerned that my leg do you, vibrates for no reason. Do you feel this way because you've heard that voice? No, once or twice. He just, just says to, hi. Just <laughs> says hey. I. Okay, in all seriousness. Never said anything else? In all seriousness, there have been a handful of times in my life where I thought I heard someone say my name. Sure. 
and I was that, all alone. But that happens. I think people feel Does that, that happen? Yeah. It happens to me specifically. I've never said that to anybody before. It happens. So to I don't me. know if it happens. Dude, that's totally normal. That happens all the time. You could be walking in a crowded place and hear and think you hear your name. You could be in an empty place. No, but not because not because somebody said Jed or you no, know. No, that's not what I'm saying. You could be you could be in a totally empty place and hear somebody say your name. It happens to me a lot, especially when I'm tired. Yeah. Like if I'm exhausted or I'm stressed, like sometimes I'll hear and I think it's just a symptom of your I think it's just like this phantom phone vibration or me adding extra things onto my plate before I go on vacation. When huh. you're high strung or you're stressed out or whatever, it's natural to think that somebody needs your attention, right? It's like, oh, Jeff. Oh, shit. Yeah, what? And then you're like, oh, no, I got to get back to this thing. Hmm. I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's. I think you're making it, you're making it seem so natural and I find it to be disturbing. How often does it happen? Not that often. Well, but you're fine. Once or twice I've murdered somebody. Like that's well, once again, we're talking about scale, right? <laughs> no, I, I think that's I think that's so funny that you've heard that a few times and it never occurred to you like you weren't like, I'm gonna check into this. You're like, that's fucking I'm weird. Like, I'm, I'm never, never gonna I'm never tell telling anyone. anyone about it. But that's so funny, man. Yeah. Like, never like you've never had that happen before where clearly you're hearing something or seeing something because you're overtired or you're just amped up. Maybe it's just because I did a hell of a lot of drugs in my teenage years. <laughs> and I just assume that it's like, hey, man, you got to ride these things out. They're totally normal. <laughs> Let him go. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's fine. Like, and if it's not fine, call a buddy. <laughs> like, that's it. Well, how do you know when it's shit, not fine? <laughs> you know, it's not fine when it becomes distressing to you, right? Yeah. When it, or when it happens really, really regularly or... Instead of just saying your name or just hearing your name, something that is very quick when you're starting to hear ideas that don't seem like they come from you. That's, mm. that's a problem. But the simple auditory hallucinations or even visual hallucinations, things like that in times of, you know, not being in optimal health or being stressed out or being very energetic or amped up is totally normal. That happens. Yeah. All right. You know, as long as it's not like Jeff killed the president, I feel like you're cool, man. Vice president? Yeah. I mean, that's not super vital. It's not super vital. No. (laughs) Everybody just kind of moves up one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not a lot changes. (laughs) So I feel like that's fine. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys get these phantom phone vibrations? Would you describe yourself as extroverted or neurotic? Yeah. Uh, And when do you get these things? That's what I want to know. There needs to be more. We need to get our top men on this because we need. There needs to be more study. We need. This is community science. We're we're aggregating data. You can let us know either in the comments on the Patreon feed for this episode, patreoncom slash we have concerns, or on Twitter. I'm at a Carboni. and I'm at Jeff Canada. And uh, hey, if you haven't yet, head over to iTunes. Give us a review. Yeah. Give us a review. That's me trying to be a voice in a head, but it sounds no different because I'm already. You're already a voice in, a head in their head. Yeah. Podcast. But check your leg right now. 